Hello and welcome to the Four Comic Junkies Podcast. When the comics aren't enough and you need a little extra fix. This podcast is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by the Dadgum Original Batman on Film. I'm your host, JJ Hodges, and today we've got... It's an okay show. No, I'm kidding. We've got a great show for you. Uh, on the show, once again, are my two best friends... Steve and Jesse, and, uh, you know, we've been, you know, we've been best friends for, oh my god, going on 20 years? It's insane when you can get to that point in your life, and you're like, oh yeah, I've known this person 20 years. What a milestone. Uh, it's crazy, I've known these people most of my life at this point. It's, it's a strange concept, but, yeah. We, um, yeah, today's topic is 30 years of Terminator 2. Arguably the best of the Terminator movies, which unfortunately doesn't say much because there's what, six of them and four of them are terrible. Um, I mean, they have their moments, but, you know, for the most part, they're, you know, that's what we talk about, you know, and, you know, we kind of get into, like, what, what you know, the, the franchise kind of peaked at this moment and they couldn't really do anything better afterwards, you know, but... This film is still endlessly entertaining to watch. It's very 90s. It's very <laughs> um, James Cameron-y. But uh, it's, it's, a, it's a really great movie. A lot of great uh, family stuff in it. A lot of great philosophical debates, I think. You know, I, I don't know. This, this is a really... It's, it's a fun blockbuster movie, but it also... It's got something to say, I think, too. Um... But don't just take my word for it. Listen to listen to my friends talk. We have a good time. Um, as always, you can find me um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for Comic Junkies. That's F O R for. Um, you can email me uh, for Comic Junkies at gmail dot com. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please uh, write a review, rate, and subscribe. All right, folks, let's get into it. Terminator to Judgment Day. That was a terrible Arnold impression. I'm so sorry. Anyway, let's get into the episode. All right, here we are. Our summer blockbuster spectacular uh, bonanza special shit stuff is beginning. We are talking uh, one of the one of the greatest action movies ever made. I'm of course referring to T two, Train Spotting two. Starring Ewan McGregor and Johnny Lee Miller. Um, that. Yeah, I wonder if I, they had any issues with the, the whole T2 thing. I wondered that too, actually. I thought this was a different T2. Oh, oh! I'm so sorry, I'm reading my notes wrong. We are talking Terminator 2, yeah, Judgment I mean, Day. Call me out like that on my show. <laughs> uh, anyway, joining me is uh, Jesse. I tried to think of another. T2 movie that it could be as a joke. Um, I was going to say Turtles 2, but it doesn't really work. Uh, it could if you just think of them as teenagers. But this was Titanic 2. There is no Titanic 2. The Ghost of Jack Dawson. That'd be a great movie, actually. Would it? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jesse and Steve are back on the show. Uh, yeah. Very excited to talk Terminator 2. Uh, last time we talked... Um, Aliens, 
So, what is it with James Cameron and sequels? He just fucking kills it with sequels. He's pretty good at it. Especially with women and their trauma. He's good at that shit. James Cameron. Yeah, yeah not so good with the Avatar sequel. It's been worse for... <laughs> for like uh, nine years? <laughs> Twelve years now? It came out in 2009? Yes. I heard about... I, like, like I, a series of Avatar movies? And like, this, this I saw movie. Avatar once in the movie theater uh, in 3D... I enjoyed that experience, but I don't think I ever want to see it again. It I literally was, have never seen it since. That was kind of my uh, feeling about it. Yeah. When I worked at yeah. Best Buy, it played all the time, so... Yeah. I've seen it many times. There was uh, mm. that show Bones, since they were also 20th Century Fox, they had a... Uh, I, they must have had some sort of promotional tie-in, because I'll never forget an episode where they were watching a trailer. Some of the characters, who were supposed to be like geniuses, by the way, they were watching the trailer, and they were like, wow, I can't tell the difference between what's live action and what's CGI. I was like, wow, this is the worst product placement I have literally ever seen in anything ever. In an episode of Bones, really? Yep. I used to watch that uh, when I was married before. No, I have, like, no interest in it. Yeah, it's not good. It's not right show, but... It's, I mean, it's good if you like that kind of shit. Bones, you mean, or Avatar? Bones. Both. Well, I guess I heard that I both. Bones just kind of went on too long. Like, there was a main antagonist yeah, that they I, were trying to hunt uh, they for like, the first couple seasons. A lot of shows. And then they got, they got like, married him. and have a, had a kid. I'm like, usually when you have, like, two main characters or, you know, you you want them to get together, like... I never wanted them to get it together. It kind of just ruins I thought they it. Didn't, they don't make any sense together. Yeah, that's true. And but, but it's, like, it's a thing that's part of the, part of the show, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like... Well, actually, they get they do get together, and then they have a kid, and all this. It's just like whatever. I don't care anymore. This yeah. is stupid. Just, just should have ended it, you know, a season before this happened. Speaking of TV shows that went on too long, this is a TV show that did not go on long. Did you ever see the Terminator TV show, the Sarah Connor Chronicles? Uh, I heard of it, but I never watched it because I had like no interest in television mostly. <laughs> I watched I watched the first couple episodes and it was okay um don't know anything about it oh well then we can't talk about it here i think you had the girl uh that was in firefly yes yeah yeah she was a terminator in it it didn't do well all Uh, i remember is the ad the the fans liked it it just didn't get i don't know it was just it, it was one of those stories it was in a bad time slot didn't get ratings yeah so i think the fans that liked it were just not as big as they think they are. Kind of like Firefly. Oh, her name is like Summer Glau or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Summer Glau. Yeah, I remember that as the advertisement where it was like her body was like, wasn't it? Wasn't it was like, like a, she was like hanging off of yeah, something? Because I mean, like, she's a Terminator, so it was like... Terminator, so she was missing... Like the, basically her, her torso. torso. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of neat, whatever. Yeah, kind of cool. I never watched it. So. Fox. They also canceled, canceled Firefly. I mean, if you look at the T two fran or the Terminator franchise as a whole, there's some strong ones, or there's a strong one, and then it, there's some the ones. the series peaked with T two for sure. Yeah. There, that's kind of undeniable since there's literally been four attempts to do a Terminator three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, none of them have really. That's why out. I'm glad we're talking about the best one. It, 
I think uh, you know rewatching it, you know, the, the other day w- with y'all, it was, it, it's such a fun movie to watch because it's, it you know it I, I miss the days of practical effects, and uh, I mean this was obviously you know back in ninety one so like there, you know there wasn't much CGI in it because literally they didn't they couldn't use much, but um, a lot of the special effects hold up for the most part you know having real explosions having you know real stunt work done it you know when you have like the helicopter that's chasing the truck towards the end of the movie yeah it was awesome it looks amazing and we just don't get that with a lot of action movies these days you know I was watching I watched the trailer for uh, um, Fast 9 and uh, (laughs) and it was just like like they're rocketing off into outer space in some sort of modified car thing And a friend of mine Fuck. retweeted that and said, hey, remember when the first movie was about an undercover cop who was trying to stop illegal street racing? <laughs> like, illegal uh, space racing? <laughs> I, I don't even know. I, I couldn't tell you. I, I, I saw the first one 20 years ago and was like, I didn't like it. And then I saw the second one and I was like, I didn't like it. So I stopped watching them yeah, after that. I was not really a fan just because of the cheesy, like... Uh, cool guy acting like everyone was cool yeah like everyone you know was a cool badass and like uh, they're, they're still know, doing like, that <laughs> yeah it's dumb uh, the only movie I can think of in recent times that was like all practical effects was Mad Max Fury Road mm, 2015 right. you ever seen that? oh yeah did you yeah. go see it together? we saw it together <laughs> oh remember that was like that joke where I kept forgetting that we saw yeah. it together and be like have you seen that dude yeah yeah like, we saw it together I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't remember I, I still actually have not seen it oh, yeah it's so good it's yeah. good man yeah it's all like uh, I'm sure there's some CG somewhere but like the driving the, the cars I believe yeah. that was all I think there's practical. some CG uh, in his kind of dream sequence where I'm he sure they scenes. added like dust and crap like that or maybe to yeah. some scenes yeah but yeah, the yeah, the makeup, giant tornado, uh, that part. I know, know. I, I know. Some of the costumes are just amazing. It's uh, you know, it's it's the type of movie that really doesn't get made much anymore, and it's really a shame because you can see the. Uh, you know. I don't. Know, it, it's it's funny when I was I remember like literally saying like, look these special effects hold up, and then like. The, <laughs> the frame looks different when the T-1000 is, like, you know, sliming through the, the prison bars. I was like, okay, well, that, that doesn't look yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But, but even <laughs> some of, like, yeah, yeah. the molten metal, they would they just made these giant, like, cone props, like the bullet holes, yeah. and they'd stick them to him. And I I think they, they're all right in some of the shots. Yeah. It, yeah. When I mean, you, know they're, you know they're fake, but suspension of disbelief works better than like really shitty CGI when when there's there's a kineticism to the movie because it's moving so fast um you I don't think your brain can process it as much and maybe it just does for us because we've been watching it for so long but um you know I, I think a first time viewer would be like whoa holy shit like how'd they do that and the movie does have a really great pace to it um, which again, a lot of movies don't have these days. Well, yeah. Speaking of that, I was thinking because when we watched it, what was it on Amazon or something? Uh, yeah. Well, I think you said it was like the extended. It was yeah. 
so I, I, I hadn't seen it in a while, so I felt, but I felt like, you know, this feels like there's more stuff here, and I was kind of zoning out of it. Maybe it's also because we were drinking, but, <laughs> but I felt like, uh, the entire part when they're in the desert with the family, I, I you know, yeah. and I asked you, and you, I think you said that, yeah, they, they, this is extended, and I think that just kind of killed the pacing for me in that aspect. Well, that's that's the version I kind of grew up with, though. That was, uh, huh? like, I bought, like, when I was a kid, I bought the, the extended DVD version, and it was, like, the 10-year anniversary or something like that. Um, so that's, that's, like, the version I know. So when I watch, like, the theatrical cut, I get, I'm like, wait, this isn't right. There's stuff missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so it's a diff- little it bit different. Like it seemed the, like the film was, at that point, trying to take a brass and kind of rekindle the relationship between John and his mom and then and also robot. Robot integrate you know the John's Im- impression of or uh, his effect on the Terminator and how he was able to like give it some humanity yeah which I think is uh, I-, I think does kind of work in the movie um, like because in the theatrical cut he says something like uh, you know are you able to like learn like a human? And he and he says something like yes. I, I I again I don't remember what, but like in the theatrical cut or in the extended cut, there's the whole scene where they like cut open his head, and they take the chip out and they reset the switch so he can learn. How See, to be I more human. I remember that from when I, I was a was, kid. Yeah, I thought that was in the. That's that's a that's a VHS, extended cut. Yeah, I think we had a VHS tape of it, and then I don't know what. Because I, I always remember thinking that it was like remember. really cool effect. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it it what works about that effect is that it's you know, it's not a mirror that they're looking at, it's body doubles and like Linda Hamilton's yeah. twin mm-hmm. that is doing it. So it's a really cool like movie trick. Um again, like stuff that movies don't do anymore. They would just like either CGI it but be like a green screen behind yeah. them or something. Yeah. I was like watching Guardians of the Galaxy two the other day, which I hadn't seen since we saw it in the theater in mm-hmm. two thousand seventeen. Yeah. And, uh, like, Kurt Russell, you know, they have, like, a CGI younger face, and I'm just like, it's just weird. Like, sometimes it works pretty well. Like, it was kind of subtle. It's not as bad as, like, in, uh, like, Star Wars with young Carrie Fisher and then... Peter Cushing. Yeah. Weird. I remember when that tech first came out, uh, the Tron remake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Young Jeff Jeff Bridges. Bridges. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I, I thought... I was like, I, I get what they're doing, but it would almost, I don't know, it's it's sort of a double-edged sword in a way, because in um, Doctor Sleep, they had Henry Thomas play young Jack Nicholson in, like, the, in the Overlook Hotel when uh, Tommy goes back there, and it just, it looks off, because Henry Thomas doesn't really look that much like Jack Nicholson. Is Henry Thomas the kid? No, he, he's just an actor that... They the producers was like, oh, he can kind of play convincing young Jack Nicholson, and but it, but they enhanced him too. Yeah, and hmm. it just it didn't really work for me because it it takes me out of the movie thinking like, well, that isn't Jack Nicholson, and I knew it. Yeah, it's like the the uncanny valley, like you know when something's like almost it, lifelike, but something's off it, and it's really offsetting. You mean the scene like, where he uh, he goes back to the overlook? He's he's Jack the Nicholson. bartender. Yes, maybe not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that didn't. That scene I thought was really well written. The dialogue, so yeah, it, it really like got me. But I wasn't 
thinking the whole time, like... Because they weren't showing his face for all the dialogue till the end. Yeah. And then they show it. But I knew it wasn't going to be Jack. I, I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm glad that they didn't, like, try to make it Jack with CG... Yeah, if you imagine that, that would oh that would have <laughs> that that taken that would have taken me out of it. It 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 took it took me out of the movie because I kept thinking that isn't Jack Nicholson and it was weird to me and maybe I just was I don't know I was already not a huge fan of that movie to begin with. Um, I thought it was great. I didn't see it, but I love it. Uh, but it's like, you know, but they keep doing that with like the other Terminators that have come out. Literally, all four of them. Well, actually, no. The past three, because not Terminator three, they have tried to make Arnold look younger with CGI yeah, in in all of them. See, but I feel like this Fran, like this story, he would be young. This isn't like oh, we have to make it look like he's younger. Like it's a machine, so it wouldn't. He wouldn't look older. The machine doesn't age. Well, that that's the thing that they tried to do with Genesis and with Dark Fate is that they make him older. Um, because they, they're like, oh, well, the tissue on him is real, so oh, it God. would age. Oh. Not <laughs> not the way humans age, though. Right, no. and it's, so it's sort of a whatever kind of excuse. It's kind of like wear, wear off or something. Yeah. So like, oh, the, it's sagging now. I mean, it's... <laughs> or it would decompose, because it's not... Yeah, it's just falling apart, like the Ninja Turtle costumes from the 1990s. Like, yeah. Have you seen those? The yeah. foams oh, coming God, out, it's disgusting. Just horrifying. It's like, terrifying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it just I don't know, they they're so desperate to like keep restarting this franchise and they keep thinking Arnold Schwarzenegger's the key to it. And then with Dark Fate they were like, Oh no, James Cameron's the key. If we say James Cameron is involved with this movie, even though he was barely involved with the movie, it'll save the movie and it just hasn't that saved has nothing to do with the story. Yeah. It hasn't saved any of the movies. And it's funny because I think about, you know, I'm trying to think of, like, a really good, like, remake of something. I can think of a really not good remake. Uh, no, I'm thinking of Ridley Scott. (laughs) Yeah. Remake. I was thinking of Aliens. The newer ones. Yeah. (laughs) But again, it's like... It's just similar, like, oh, we'll get Ridley Scott back, and, you know, he knows how to do it perfectly. Well, young, young Ridley Scott... You know, I, I read something that, that made a lot of sense. It's that, like, like when George Lucas made the Star Wars prequels, just like when Ridley Scott made the new Aliens, it's like, George Lucas and Ridley Scott in the 70s, in the 80s, they had stuff to lose. So those movies had to be good or yeah. their careers were over. Whereas, like, nowadays, like, they can just kind of bang it out and go on with their business. Yeah. And, and James Cameron's kind of the same way. Um, you know, the, the movies, like, the first two movies worked really well because... It is kind of, it's sort of like, it follows in a weird way, isn't it? Like, the monster's chasing you, so you have to keep running. And when the monster catches up to you, you have to find a way to fight off the monster and then keep running. And the stakes just keep getting higher and higher. I think, you know, T1 kind of started that that idea of, well, this thing is unstoppable. But T2, like, doubled down where now the machine is this smaller smaller guy who's less intimidating but mm-hmm. he's still like more intimidating because he keeps coming because he, he's he's seemingly indestructible yeah like they they yeah. they there's more creative ways of like taking him down in t2 and you know with the molten metal he just keeps coming and yeah it i think it really increases the suspense it's also interesting because you know 
from a previous movie, the uh, villain comes back, basically. Yeah, as the hero. Now he's, you know, fighting this better version of himself and struggling with I mean, that sequence where Linda Hamilton sees him for the first time, and in her mind, she thinks, he's come back, here's another one, he's got me. And of course, we, the viewer, know something, something isn't quite what it seems this time around. Right. It, it's funny how much, it, it, in a weird way, you know, how, it's sort of like the Dark Knight, like, I think that people forget that Batman Begins exists, and they think that Dark Knight was the first one. I feel like people are like that with T2. They sort of forget the original Terminator. So I had a roommate when I was living in L.A. Uh... <laughs> we watched Batman Begins, and he... He straight up admitted to me, he's like, I had no idea this movie existed. Yeah. I thought Dark Knight was the first movie with Christian Bale. Well, it's, you know, when, when yeah. people, like, like think about, like... It like, blew my mind. Like, uh, Casper, right? You know, when he quotes, come with me if you want to live, he doesn't say it like Kyle Reese says it in Terminator. He says it like Arnold says it in T2. He says, come with me if you want to live. That's true. So, it's like, it's, it's more popular in the zeitgeist, probably because Arnold Schwarzenegger has the more quotable... Everybody wants to do an Arnold voice, you know, like, I'm the Terminator kind of thing. Well, part yeah. one, he says, I'll be back. Yeah. That's where it got big. He says it in part two, too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but no, but that, when him leaning into the window, I'll do be back. Do you guys back. remember that scene in T1 where he no. cuts his face? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, that really that. bad mannequin. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the last time I watched that movie all the way through. I just uh, remember it's, it's, it's Arnold, me, yeah. and then it cuts away, and it cuts back. It's real bad. And it's very clearly, like, a, a, mi- yeah. a model. Yeah. Yeah, that's when practical effects fail. It was still <laughs> cool, like, he, he's digging into his eye, and you see the red glowing eye. It's, it's, it's that type of thing where I think James Cameron at the time wanted to show off, look how cool I can do these shots, where it's like, but the, sh- the profile shot of Arnold digging into his eye, like, with the scalpel and everything looked way creepier than when they cut to the, the <laughs> model. Like, ooh, it was oh, just like, oh, oh like, this, this, mm. you don't, you know what I mean? And yeah, same with the arm, because there's the scene where he, like, cuts open his arm, and you see, oh, like... The second one? Yeah. You see the... She's like, oh, 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 my God, oh, 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 Fixes, he does it in that one too. He fixes oh, his okay, arm, and you can see like the bones moving the fingers. Oh, yeah. I think you're thinking of Empire Strikes Back. Yes. No, it happens like in that. Terminator. Is it? Yeah. We'll put it on. I gotta watch. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Same scene. <laughs> it's literally. You know what it also reminds me of is that scene in Poltergeist where the guy's hallucinating that he's like ripping his face off. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's kind of the same shot. I feel yeah. Like if there's if there's a movie with someone has like a mechanical arm, there's gonna be some point where they're like. He had work, a mechanical work, arm. You fucking this man. You fucking this man. There's gonna be a scene where they're like working on it, or like somebody walks in and they're working on it. Like, hey, what's up? Like, oh, hey. Uh, you know. well, well, that's that's the thing. It, that'd be funny. Uh, but that's the thing is that like the the extended cut of T two when they have that gas station scene where they're like cutting into his head. It it looks it looks good because. The what they're cutting into is a dummy, but it's Arnold Schwarzenegger in the mirror giving the instructions. Mm. You know, so it, so it's a well cut scene because. Cut. What do you mean to say that? Well, well cut. Scene. Like they're cutting into his head. Well, it's a well cut scene. I didn't mean to say. There's all that. kinds of cutting going on. It's all yeah. It's all good. It's no, but, but you know, it, 
it's that kind of stuff that I think and older movies wanted to show off their practical effects and they don't hold up as well and it's 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 just sort of you know and who could have predicted you know the rise of like DVDs and Blu-rays and streaming where we can watch it now and laugh at how ridiculous some of it looks um, and also yeah like as uh, the definition of video has improved you can see the flaws much much more yeah. closely now yeah and I, I thought about that when uh, like Ghostbusters was in the movie theaters a few years ago and we went to go see it I was like I feel like I'm seeing all these mistakes that I never saw like in, in the editing and such uh, in the cuts uh. <laughs> yeah I think this was kind of attractive about watching like old stuff like listening to old audio tapes vinyl uh, and watching like I old think movies. I'd be okay watching standard definition on an old CRT TV but when we watch it when we watch something, something. When we watch something now <laughs> and it's standard definition, it like immediately turns me off. Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. I can't watch this. No, yeah, it's 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 kind of same way with like uh, video games. Like people are purists about playing old consoles on CRT, you know, television. I can kind of see because that. it's totally different technology and it, oh, yeah. it looks it looks totally different. And um, but yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was thinking about that on the way over here, like. Because we, I remember we were talking about the CGI, and it's like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, some of it holds up, and when it doesn't hold up, it's like really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there seems to be some stuff that like always holds up. Like when he, uh, when the T one thousand, he's got the blade arms, and he like sticks arms through the the elevator, the elevator door, yep. and they, they, they it looks pretty like real to me. Is that like, CG yeah. though? Yep. Oh, wow. What do you mean is that CG? <laughs> when he sticks it... No, I mean when he sticks when, when, the hands, when he his like, hands in and, and then they melts together. Into like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. that's CG. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> of the separating part, it's just like a prop. But right. to me, I'm like, okay, that that looks like really good now, still. But then there's stuff that was always bad that like maybe you didn't notice back in the day, but now you notice it. Like the stunt doubles. Like when... Um, yeah. When Arnold when he, grabs them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they're I'm driving like, oh, in the... Oh, God. Oh, my God. Like, I, oh, I, maybe I guess see, that. see a stunt double, I feel like that's something you never would have noticed in standard definition. Maybe. Or it'd be a lot harder to see. Yeah. You yeah. watch it in like, high I, definition. But also on repeat like, viewings. Like my brothers and I used to have a tradition of watching uh, A View to a Kill. It's the like one of the last... Roger Moore James Bond movies okay. he's like old and like not sexy and he's like he's not sexy at all like he's <laughs> gross and he like you know he's got all these like young chicks and it's just there's so much cheesy shit Christopher Walken's a villain that's classic it's oh funny. that's right but okay. there's you know there's yeah. like a lot of great parts but one of the like best parts is the the one action scene where he's like driving this car and it gets like cut in half and he's still driving the front of it but like you get, to, it's just so obviously a stunt double, and it's just so like there's even parts where he like gets super close to the camera, like he's driving, and you can tell, and you just think like, what the fuck were they thinking? Like, you kind of want to hide that, don't you? Like when you have that, when you have a stunt double, it looks so different than the the main actor, don't you want to like? Well, I think the rule we'll of thumb keep him is away from the camera a little bit. Yeah. You do the wide shots with the stunt double. Yeah, but this dude, this, this that's dude where like it was comes up in the, the day, front, yeah. and then I feel like in T two, I'm like, oh, come on. Like, actually, really, like actually, a really good example so where they they Arnold. fixed it in in a pretty good way, I think, was in uh, the Jurassic Park when uh, you know she, uh, Lexi falls through the 
ceiling, and the raptor is like, you know, gonna yeah. chomp at her. When she looks up, uh, it's actually that was the stunt double. The stunt double looked up at the camera, and they just replaced her face with the actress's face. Oh yeah, okay. So it actually looks pretty decent, even in high definition. I think. Um, it's been a while since I watched. You it, mean when she falls down the stairs? No, no, no. When no, she, it's when she, when she falls from the ceiling. Oh, when, when they're the climbing. Yeah, when they're when they're Wait, trying to get away from the raptor. She, is, she's climbing up in the raptor. She, she's she's climbing, and then the raptor like hits through like, when they're the above ceiling the skeleton. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I wonder if there's any like. Uh, there's probably some nerds online who have like gone back the movies and like replaced like with the the whole. Uh, Deep fake technology for people. I, yeah. There's tons of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean it's really cool technology, but it's also kind of frightening. It's it's. But... It, I I see like weird stuff all the time where it's like you know if Nicolas Cage was Superman and they put his face on like Christopher Reeve's face. Yeah. And it looks really bizarre. So, sometimes <laughs> sometimes it works really well, but other times the best one like, I've seen clearly... is it's every character of The Office, but it's Arnold. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's like hilarious because they do it in like his voice. <laughs> Who's Arnold? Is that an office character? Arnold, uh, Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's appropriate have, to this, thought, this podcast episode. Have, so, have, have you all seen the other four Terminator movies? No. I saw I, T3, I saw Salvation, and I saw the one with uh, the young Kyle Reese. Yeah, that's that's Genesis. And then there's Dark Fate that came out a couple years ago. Didn't see I that. Saw, I saw the third one. We probably saw that in the theater together or something. I was just kind of like, yeah. The third one? No, no, that was before that, I knew. Rise of the Machines or something. Rise of the Machines, yeah. The one with the that chick. Was four? Yes. No, that's 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 part three. Yeah. yeah what yeah. year was and that? And I was kind of like, this is underwhelming. It just doesn't feel like a Terminator movie. It just feels like. It felt like a cash generic right? action movie that's yeah. like Terminator. And then I think I watched Salvation, and again I was just kind of like I just don't. Well, the, I think there the are some is. things that so were what? done okay in Salvation. Well, the the story of Salvation I was really excited about because, I that was the movie I had always wanted to see was the the future war. I yeah. wanted to see yeah. the the stuff that took place in the future. And the thing is, that there's a lot of comic books and books that have come out since then that that do that, and uh, most of them are are decent. Um, it's just tough when, like, they, they keep just retrying and retrying, and, I don't know, like, Genesis, the, the problem with Genesis was that it tried so hard to be a sequel reboot that, like, they, they were like, oh, so we'll send, we'll, we'll show when Kyle Reese goes into the past, but then again, he's in the past, and guess what? Sarah's ready for him! She's already met the Terminator! They've been together for years! And it's like... It, it could have been cool, but, like, he's like, wait, how did you know to save Sarah Connor? He's like, my memory has been deleted. And it's like, and they never answer that question because they were fully expecting to make a part two, which they never did because that movie did not do well at all. <laughs> I remember saying that to my, to, uh, to Corey. Um, I was like, I was like, so that Terminator Genesis movie has been in the uh, movie theater for about a month. I just saw it uh, pre-release a notice on Amazon.com. So you know it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's they're already you know hyping up the DVD release. Yeah, it's I think you know with like uh, the second one there the it's like first and second, so they kind of go together because you have the first, yeah you know part it's like Sarah Connor's story and then the second part 
you know, it's John Connor's story more, but it's a continuation, and then it, there's more finality to it. Is that a word? Finality? Yeah. Okay. But they destroy the fucking Terminator at the end. He, you know, he yeah. sacrifices himself. There, so that's like, that's it. That's that the end of that story. The there, there, is a, there is a deleted scene where Sarah is, it was an alternate ending, where she's an old woman, and she's at that same park that she saw in her nightmare. Oh, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, where, and she's like, there was no war, there was no judgment day. And she's like, just like recording on, you know, something. And, uh... And that's like the ending when James Cameron was like, oh, I think it was better if we left it a little open-ended. And that's when, right. you know, of course, they were like, oh, and Hollywood was like, well, then we can make a fucking third movie that'll be just yeah. as good, if not and better. It's just, and it becomes like uh, constant callbacks. And you remember this? Remember this? Yep. Remember this? Yeah. And even in, it, it, I, like I Genesis, saw, she, she does that. She says, Kyle, come with me if you want to yeah, live. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, that's, yeah. I saw that clip and I was just like, no, that's so... Now, now you're like ruining, like... The audience is like, oh yeah, yeah, it's like kind of meta, but that's not what the movie should be, you it, know? So it becomes less of its own thing, and it's just constantly calling back to these old movies, and it's like, what's the point of this then? Yeah. Why don't you make like a different story in the Terminator universe with different characters? Maybe have like a small cameo or like a little nod to something, but I think that would have been more interesting, like, maybe, yeah, totally different characters, or like, uh... Yeah, like a, a soldier or something, like, on the front lines of the, you know... What happens in the original Part 3? Because I I kind of remember John, like, not being, like, a soldier at all. No, he he was just... He, he was, was just, like, a guy. He was just kind of a drifter, because he had stayed off the grid, he didn't want to be found just in case the machines ever did rise... And, and then he finds like a girl from like middle school or something. They did uh, I think they did go to school together. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she was a vet. Yeah, and then she, but she since oh, she yeah, was like his wife that. in the future yeah, and yeah. one of his lieutenants, oh, yeah. the TX came back and killed all the lieutenants. And it was like the Christina Logan. That's I just I remember her name because she was like some she like some she, Russian supermodel. I think she was a supermodel. She was in a couple episodes of Boy Meets World actually. She's very attractive. I mean, that's a role where you don't have to have like serious acting chops. Eh, no, I think you still do. I I think as the Terminator. I think I think Schwarzenegger does a good job. But it's more like your presence and physicality than like speaking. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what I mean. Okay, that's fair. Like she didn't have to talk, but then they probably picked her because they're like, oh, she's got an accent. You know, we got we got to keep this thing where all Skynet Terminators have accents for some reason. <laughs> the I think one of my favorite behind the scenes tidbits of anything ever is um, is that uh, James Cameron was actually thinking of casting O.J. Simpson as the Terminator, and the studio didn't think he'd be believable as a killer. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I think I saw that too. Wow. So then, so then, you know, he ended up going with Arnold. Some people still don't believe that. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he's guilty. I want. Oh, he's guilty. He's guilty. <laughs> but um, you know, so what? What is it about the sequels that that can't match that first? Those first two films that can't live up to that? You know, uh, because other. You know, it's not unheard of that a third movie can match or, or exceed a sequel or the second film. Excuse me. Um, but for some reason, the Terminator movies—they've tried, like I said, literally four times, and they can't seem to do it. I feel like they can't find a. They can't portray the Terminators in a way that's threatening in a new way. 
Yeah. Like we've seen yes. we've seen characters go on the run. Like they're they gotta like think of something new. They're just Yeah, like, but even repeating. then it's then it's like aliens or something where like, oh, what's scarier than a normal alien? Um, like a really gigantic alien. What's scarier than that? Like uh, an alien spider hybrid and then what's scarier than that? Like Two aliens, like, in one body with two heads. You know, it just becomes more and more ridiculous. And yeah. then it's more, almost more about spectacle. And it really comes down to, I think some movies just have a limit. Like, some movies are good as one one movie. Some yeah. are good as, like, uh, one movie and its sequel. Maybe a trilogy. But they keep trying to remake this. And it's just like... But I feel like they... The, you know, the problem I had with Terminator 3... And I, I do kind of enjoy the movie. I, again, like you said, like they all have their, their parts that are fun, but part of the problem I have with Terminator 3 is that there's parts of it that legitimately feel like it's making fun of the Terminator movies. Like, you know, in, in the beginning of the movie, he, you know, to go find, like, an outfit that fits him, he goes into, like, you know, a gay strip club and goes up to the stripper, and he's like, I need, he's like, take off your clothes, and he's like, wait in line, pal! And it's just so ridiculous. It's, it's fucking like, dumb. It's not even, it's like, you know, it's not even funny. It's just like... Yeah, again, it's like self-referential. Like, yeah. oh, this is like the second movie, but it's <laughs> but fucking it's, stupid now. But and it's like, funnier because we're making gay yeah, jokes. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's, it's like, just, it, no, it it's doesn't, not working. If, if, yeah, it, it's, oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and I think... Part of the problem I had with, uh, you know, I saw Dark Fate in the movie theater, and I did enjoy it, but at the same time, it just, I think, again, my issue with it was the reliance on Arnold Schwarzenegger, because I think if he wasn't in the movie, if they did the story they were doing in that, which was essentially, you mind if I spoil it, you guys haven't seen it? Oh, I don't care. Okay. Um, it, what happened was that they Some destroyed pop, Skynet, pop or um, but something else took its place. Of course. And, and so the girl that they're trying to protect in it, she's the new John Connor. She's the one that leads the resistance in the future. I was like, oh, well, that was actually kind of an interesting twist I wasn't expecting, was that it's not Skynet anymore. It's something else. And but So like, the whole movie, you're, you're assuming they're going to fight Skynet, yeah. but then when they get there, it's not Skynet. It's, it, they, they learn the story, I think, through the, the one woman who comes back she's like half terminator because there's a procedure she went through in the future that saved her life that made her half terminator not just not just (laughs) half human half cyborg like actual terminator with like killing programming and stuff no she was she was still mostly human she just had terminator parts in her she didn't have any like okay programming did they tell her that it was terminator parts (laughs) yeah she knew she was like wait is it like well, that, that's what happens in Salvation. He doesn't know he's a Terminator. That's the weird thing about that movie. That, that part of that movie, I didn't mind. Because I, you know, you look at T2 from the 90s and just the way technology is adv- advancing and we're starting to understand what AI uh, technology kind of would look like if it existed. Yeah. And that, I think that was like kind of an accurate portrayal where they could make a mind and it it wouldn't know. I think, you know, I, yeah, I, I think that was interesting. What what bothered me about, and then you get into Terminator Genesis, 
it, like the twist was like, and they spoiled it in the fucking trailers. They were like, hey, guess guess who the Terminator is in this movie? It's John Connor. Whoa, did you guys see that coming? Now uh-huh. John's the bad guy. Like at this point, it's just like no. Like that's why like, like I I watch reviews and like I heard about him. Like what's up with this shit now? <laughs> when I saw this stuff. I'm like, holy fuck! Like. I'm glad I haven't invested time in it. I'm glad you enjoy them. Like, well, you've, like, you know, ish. you tell me, like, hey, I watched Dark Fate and I like them. I'm like, okay, that's fine. It, but I didn't love it. Like, I love Terminator 2, you know? I feel like if they movie. really wanted to keep it going, you know, John Connor saved humanity. You have to have a, a new riff in the timeline that they are all not a part of. You can't have John. You can't have yes. Sarah. You can't have Arnold. And that's, like, that's, that's, and that's what Dark Fate should have been and almost was. It's just that when they brought back Linda Hamilton... Like, in the beginning... The movie actually begins with a DH Linda Hamilton and Edward Furlong, and a Terminator shows up and kills him. Yeah. And, and then you find out she's just spent her life, you know, tracking anomalies and killing Terminators. So that's kind of an interesting story. The problem with that is that that Terminator that killed... <laughs> Jesus Christ... <laughs> like more ridiculous as I'm thinking about it, I'm about to say it. That Terminator that killed John in like you know 1992, 93, whatever. Um, John himself. No, is that the Terminator? <laughs> you know, is an older version that they meet later in the movie, and he's the one that's been communicating with her all these years, telling her where to find Terminators because he learned humanity and felt guilty about killing John Connor. Oh fuck me! I don't know. Wow. <laughs> As I'm like, saying it, it just sounds really so ridiculous. need a roadmap for that one. Isn't John like made a like? Isn't he like uh, made a nano machine? That's, well, that's that's Genesis again. I'm oh, talking about Genesis. Fuck in this. Genesis, oh, he God. it happens. Kyle Reese is going into the past, and Matt Smith, the ugly Doctor Who, um, you know, grabs him and says, "Did you think it'd be that easy?" And Kyle's like, "No!" And they get zapped into 1984, and that's when everything is. All wonky, as opposed to how it was in the first movie. The, I think I'm not the, the problem too is it, it just <laughs> it just keeps opening up like uh, like nothing really has stakes anymore, and everything's just kind of ridiculous. It's like, well, this person died, but guess what? You can go back in time and like just totally redo it and do something different, or you know. I, I always um, thought that a more interesting story, and I think they I think they've done similar stuff in the comic books, was like. Actually, there was a comic I read a long time ago. I still have, actually. It's really... I love reading. It is uh, Alien vs. Predator vs. Terminator, where they kill off the Terminators, but Skynet had built, like, a fail-safe Terminator that could live, like, hundreds of thousands... Like, hundreds of years, and was trying to rebuild Skynet in the Why future. Um, Why was Skynet so interested, like, in... In survival? Yeah, when, like, the humans themselves would be dead. Like, we want our machine machines to live on to the future after our death (laughs) well like the interesting thing about that story was that they instead of like programming them to be like humans they tried to program them to be more like the aliens and and aliens so it's kind of a cool story it actually takes place right after alien resurrection they discover all that and the predators find out what's happening so they show up to try and stop it as well so it's pretty cool Wait, more like the aliens, like the Terminators just crawling through vents and shit. No, they're just like they're just like you know monstrous versions of the Terminators. I think it's been uh, a while since more monstrous than like 
unstoppable killing machines? <laughs> like the aliens? Yeah. Well, essentially. I'm not explaining it very well, but yeah, it's it's something like that. <laughs> no, it sounds better than the movies, at least. <laughs> no, it's good, because Ripley's in it, and it's, like I said, it's right after Alien Resurrection. It's like Ripley and Call and all them, and, and they're teaming up to fight them off. It's pretty cool. Um... But yeah, that was like, when I was a kid, it was one of those movies that was like, well, I gotta watch Alien, I gotta watch Predator, and I gotta watch Terminator, because I was getting into all this, like, sci-fi stuff, and I was like, well, those are the classics, right? I gotta watch these movies. And I'm falling in love with all of them. I think Terminator, Terminator 2, was hard, it's hard to compare them all, I guess, but Terminator 2 is, like, one of my favorites. I could rewatch that all the time, um, and really enjoy it. And, and I remember seeing this behind-the-scenes thing on the Terminator DVD, where they had a the T2 ride at Universal Studios and it actually oh, had yeah. like Edward Furlong I and... actually got to participate in that yeah it still existed yeah oh that's so what? cool it was like a live action ride it was like a 3D you would sit and like I remember there was like the hunter killers and you fly through Skynet but then there were like real actors that would like fall in on rope and like repel in and be like oh we gotta do this and you're like you're part they, of it they would like Wait, cut you said you participated in it what's well, like a 3d thing you, well, you went, went you i went, experienced it you experienced it yeah because like, what is he talking I, I, I wasn't like did jesse have like a little cameo like he was, <laughs> he was like an he's like he's like john look out <laughs> yeah, like, i'm like what's he talking about <laughs> like lucas lee yeah Listen to me uh no but like it was really cool where it, it was James Cameron directed the the bits with Arnold and Edward Furlong and Robert Patrick where they like at one point they go into the future mm-hmm. um, and then like so the, I don't know I saw something similar when I was a kid it was like the Power Rangers experience um, where it's like the actors from Power Rangers were on stage were like on you know on the screen and then when they morphed like the stunt people would jump out I think they did one for Aliens too really? I think so. I know you can... I think it's on YouTube. You can, like, watch the whole ride. That's cool. I, I remember it ending with the Skynet pyramid blowing up. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was... I mean, it was it was cool watching the behind-the-scenes of it, and I was really bummed that, like, I never got to, like, be a part of it. I, partially because I got... I feel like I got into the Terminator movies late, but then again, like, I was four years old when Terminator 2 came out, so... What are you gonna do? <clears throat> hmm. Um... But yeah, I think, you know, what's what's really, you know, what, what's exciting about the movie is it, I think it has a good heart to it, you know, the idea of this kid who, you know, was sort of emotionally neglected by his mother, never knew his father, it's a really, so there's there's a really good human element to the story, like when he's talking to the Terminator, and he's talking about how he was like trained with weapons, and his mother was like all gung-ho about trying to stop the future from happening um like as annoying as i think edward furlong can be in the movie i think john is a well-written character yeah um i don't believe that he's 10 years old so i think that's an oversight but <laughs> they should have just said he was older like like they could because i think he was like 12 or 13 when they were filming it would have been way better if they just said that because they're like the first movie is 84 this one's 94 and Skynet blows everybody up in August of 97. Why couldn't they have just had the movie take place in August of 96? Or even, like, the sum- that summer, right? Like, that May of 97. 
Yeah, we made why, it a little why bit more. Why did he have to be ten? I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't in James Cameron's weird, coked-out head when he was writing it. Which, by the way, I read recently that he was high on ecstasy when he was coming up with the story. Really? <laughs> yeah. I read that he... He is, pulled is making a, an Avatar sequel? He pulled a 24-hour editing session. I forget what the film was. Avatar? But then he... He had a nightmare about an editing computer that was coming to kill him after that, and that's what started it. Was it like a, like an avatar? Wait, like, that's that's what started his like idea. The computer with was like the Navi, where like it was actually his consciousness in a computer coming after him <laughs> to kill himself. Maybe. No. That's, that's well, no, it must have been that shitty Piranha movie he did before. Oh, that's that's and, the movie he yeah. was editing. Yeah. Yeah, he had to pull, like, a 24-hour a all, all night. On a shitty Piranha? <laughs> it was, like, Piranha 2, the piranha yeah. or something like that. I'm making that up, like, based on watching Shit's Creek, the crowing, but... Um, yeah, I don't... I don't know, like, I... I actually never... I don't think I've seen True Lies that he did. You never saw uh, True Lies? I saw parts of it a long, what? long time ago. Dude, that's great. You should watch that. You should watch that next. Can't believe you haven't seen that movie. I, I saw parts of it a long time like, ago. I was like eleven years old watching that. I, it. I mean, I, I really like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I think, I think he does a good job as the Terminator in both the first two movies, as the, as the villain, as, and as the, as the hero character. He doesn't, doesn't get a lot to do, but I, I think the ending is really good when. He says, you know, there's there's one more chip. Which, by the way, he didn't have to do. What, is somebody going to come steal this giant Terminator man? Yeah, no. In terms of the timeline, if it exists, Skynet still exists. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. Still. Alright, but shouldn't he, like, I'm just going to hang around for a bit in case, like, some more, like, killer Terminators come back. If he had, he could have stopped the th- stuff from Dark Fate. <laughs> if he had hung around, that's what would have caused more coming back. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, it sounds great. <laughs> it sounds like a great ending to like a movie franchise, or you know, like very yeah. final, finite. They should have just like maybe ended it there. Well, that's, yeah, that's yeah. actually what happened. When People want to make money. Well, that's that's the problem. Yeah, is that you know, why. I think that when they make these legacy sequels, they they don't, you know, it's almost like nine times out of ten they don't understand what made the original one great. It's why the Star Wars sequels ended up falling flat. It's why, like, or they just assume the existing fan base will love it just because and, it exists, and you know, and many I, of them will, and they'll still come out the. We saw, like, we saw Dumb and Dumber Two, which was awful. It wasn't anywhere near as funny, or even like the story wasn't even as good. You know, like it just, um, I, I don't know. It just it it like breaks my heart seeing something like that because it's like you're just it's like you're just exploiting the fan base, like. Hey, isn't it great? Like, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels are in another Dumb and Dumber movie? It's like, well, no, because this fucking movie sucks. Like, you know, where the first one's a a classic, and you waited 20 years to make a second one for no fucking reason. You know? For money. Well, okay, that, that, but again... That's the default reason. But it doesn't make any money, so (laughs) you're just wasting money. Right. Um, And then, you know, like, with Terminator, again, they've tried four times to restart the franchise, and... I don't know, it's like, every time, I'm just like, like, there were parts of Terminator Salvation, it's like, oh, this is the movie I wanted to see, but because they kept trying to, I don't know how to put it, they kept trying, it, either yeah, way, it just wasn't, I feel like a, Salvation kept trying to one-up 
the stakes. Yeah. Like, oh, now there's this guy, and he's Terminator, but we have to care about him because he, he doesn't know, and he has feelings. Yeah. Where it should have just been a war movie between the Resistance and the Terminators. Well, plus it's... I don't know, I read this, like, this yeah. thing that was making fun of it where with Salvation, where and it was, like... It was, like, Michael Ironside's character, who's, like, the general, and they were just, like, parodying his character, and it was just like... Right? And it's like, yeah, Connor! It's like, you keep going off the rails! I don't want your badge, and I don't want your gun! It's yeah. like, yeah, it's... Yeah, you know. they and they set that movie, like, just before John had become the head of the army. Right. He was, like, middle-ranked, and there were there was, like, a council of generals. And, of course, they perish in the movie, and then he, you know... It set, it continues the story and the timeline, but... And and then they had that, like, ridiculous CGI Arnold cameo, because he was governor of California at the time. Yeah, it wasn't invested. Yeah, it just... it, And it was, it was also stupid, because... This movie is supposed to take place, like, several years before the T-800 is created. And then, so it's like, well, you're just cheating the timeline so you can use the yeah, Arnold character in it. Sounds like a mess. Yeah, it was... Have you ever seen the original teaser trailer for Terminator 2? It's actually pretty cool, where it's like an assembly line of Terminators. No. And it ends with, like, the Terminator getting its skin, and it's Arnold, like, glaring at the camera. Um, Maybe yeah. I have seen that. It's, it's that kind of cool. Familiar. It was actually it was directed by uh, Stan Winston. Nice. Um, so it was pretty cool. So it was a good way to tease audiences like, oh, Arnold's coming back. Because again, I think back then the audiences were ready for another Terminator because they'd only had the one. A second one would probably be cool because it would be something similar but different. And luckily that is what we got. It's a similar yeah, enough story. And it's, but Arnold's coming back, but you know Cameron didn't just use that and kind of neglect the story he right. like put the time in to write a good story right and put the time in to do good special effects and all the other elements and make it good whereas right. these and later it, sequels and it was also a twist like people didn't expect oh he's like not evil this time he's not the villain this time right okay. but <clears throat> you know and then every time he returns it's like um it's just unimpactful, like you expect it. Like, there's yep. going to be a, an Arnold Schwarzenegger cameo, and who gives a shit? Like, it just, it breaks immersion into the, the story, into the world itself, because just somehow, like, this character is always there, or a character that looks like him is always there, and everything that's going on in this world that's important is always centered around these people, these same people, like... Yeah. Um, I think it, it just makes you lose interest, because it's too much... Like, um, and again, I think it comes back to like the, the finality of the second one, where you feel like that's that's good enough. Like, you know, you leave you leave the rest ambiguous. You know, uh, what did she say? Like, who knows what the future the, the, holds or something like, like that. There is no fate but what we make for ourselves. Yeah, it's like wow, what does that mean? <laughs> well, we're gonna show you what it means <laughs> again and again and again and again and again. And and there's and it's also different every fucking time. And you're just like whatever. Well, the, but there is a lot of heart in that movie too you know like John John's strange strange relationship with Sarah is a really good part of the story yeah. and you see that a little bit with Miles and his family that he was so obsessed with his work that he was kind of neglecting them and then when they show him the future he's like okay then we gotta stop it and I think that adding that element tops the first one because they're, they're not just saying like 
like, oh, we, we gotta run away from the monster. It's like, oh, we gotta figure out how to kill the monster once and for all. I think the the way they portray John in part one, you, you see him... Part one. I know, exactly. You, <laughs> you just hear about him yeah, from yeah. Kyle. They show, like, that one future scene, and they show him, like, in the aviators. Yeah. And you're in your mind, you're thinking, like, he is the perfect soldier to, to lead people and give them hope. And I think T2 did a really good job of making a believable child who's a younger version of that character yeah like i believe that this john is gonna grow up to be like a hard fighting badass yeah for yeah. the right reasons he's got yeah. a, a disrespect for authority and uh you know he's, he's uh kind of a wiener but also kind of <laughs> brave too i love that and, uh, scene in salvation where you know t2 he he has the, the little what is it a vespa yeah, like a little scooter. Thing. He has a little yeah. scooter, and he was like hacking the ATM and getting cash. No, not a Vespa, man. It was a dirt bike. He has a dirt, a dirt bike. bike. Okay, okay, great. It's so, so, like the opposite of a Vespa. <laughs> it's like a little. Like, a I, I was he driving around in Italy. I remember being it being like nowhere near as fast as the motorcycle. He but should not have been able to outrun that truck. They're showing him like hacking the ATM. And he's he's getting money to go play games, but then in Salvation, it's Christian Bale, and they show him like hacking one of those autonomous. Uh, Terminator bikes, you know, he captures it, he, he hacks into it, he rewires it, and he gets on it, and he uses it. And I'm like, yeah, oh, that's cool. This is like an homage to younger John. Like, that was cool. What is that again? Because I was thinking about that while they've been talking here. I'm like, wasn't there like a Terminator bike? Is it like they a, were just like, a bike that's They were Terminator? bikes that just rode around. I but they were, they, they were, were just, they were just bikes, though. They were self-driving bikes, yeah, I think. Yeah. But they were also Terminators. Yeah. To kill you. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they shoot you? They, they were like scout stuff, vehicles. Where they run you over. I think they that had rockets. Really scary. Again, Dude, everything. It was it was almost perfect. Like they they were on yeah, the right. That, that sounds pretty movie. scary. Like these scary. Well, and the flying ones too. I think didn't yeah. they just flew themselves? Yeah, like the, giant, the hunter killers. The yeah. hunter killers. Yeah, man. those are scary. Yeah. I, I always like that. The... That's what makes it so scary because like, how do you fight against like the the odds seem so in, insurmountable? Yep. And then they were like, they were there. We were there in the future, and we got to see like them trying to fight, and they could have done so much. That would have that would have been a greater story to continue. And and again, the movie just didn't hit with audiences. And I think, like I said, I think a big part of it was that you know they they kept trying to do the callbacks. They kept trying to yeah. tie it back in. It's like we've seen all that. Let's just go forward. That's what Terminator Two. That's why Terminator Two works because it's going forward. It's how do we tell the story in a more interesting way going forward whereas the other ones just they literally keep going backwards yeah exactly well it's it's and i haven't seen those ones but it's like what about like you know you talk about like uh t2s heart like is heart still there you know Not because it's because because it, the first one's kind of like almost like a horror movie you know it's like the scary shit this dude's chasing you have all the blood and then t2 it's like well now there's this kid here and um he's adding like an element of humanity to things and uh like childhood innocence but also some i know. i think there's i think he's i i disagree because i don't think there's innocence i think he's just unlikable at first and but you kind of i guess not innocence no, you get you get scared for him because he's being chased by these by this you know unstoppable machine that's like well how's he going to stop this and then as the movie goes on you learn more about his story and everything and he becomes more likable as the movie goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I order you not to go. I order you not to go. 
that's how you'd write a good character, though. But then, you know, yeah. you can write write them unlikable, but then they get thrust into an extraordinary situation, and do they rise from it or do they crumble? Yeah. yeah. You know. So so then like you know after all the stuff they went through in in the second one, and they they fight and everything, and and then they finally get to the end and they beat the bad guy and then. Terminator destroys himself, it's like, it's a good ending spot. It is. But then, the next movies are like, guess what? Like, that wasn't good enough, and it, it never it, was. He literally says... And it's just like... He says, we st- we stopped Judgment Day. He says, uh, you only postponed it. Yeah, it's, like, it's just so... Oh, fuck. It just, it oh, feels very Yeah, forced. you only postponed it. And then in the next movie, oh, you... Sorry, you only postponed it again. Yeah. And again, and again, and again, and it's, it's just like, it's... No, I agree. Silly, it's too much. Fuck this. Like move, <laughs> move on from Terminator, or come up with like a totally different story in the Terminator universe to make it interesting again. Without the not Connors. just the same people. Yeah, you know, done with them. Um, yeah, not just the their ABC story show. is over. Don't keep like bringing it up. Right, but they still learn from it. And I think there's also hope. You know, there's always people who are like, okay, maybe this next one be good it's, it's kind of like with the, <laughs> yes. nin, the ninja turtles games i think the last really good one was the one for super nintendo like yep. 1994 and there's always like a new game i'm like okay maybe this one maybe this one will be fun uh kind of fizzle out whatever now there's another one that's coming out and it's like well maybe this one will finally be good because there's competent people making it but I mean, Who it's knows? kind of it's it's similar, over and over and over similar again. with Aliens and Predators. There's a lot of IPs that are like that. Because yeah. they, the original, you know, quadrilogy of Aliens all had Ripley. And then they, they, then they were finally like, okay, maybe let's try something new. And they did. And, you know, the result is, you know, arguably... Quit, quit while you're ahead. That's the yeah. lesson to be learned. And, like, Predator 2, I like a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they did the same thing. I never they, really watched they, that. They started fresh, but, did, but like all of them have the callbacks. You know, that most recent Predator movie that we watched, it had all the, the gimmicky lines yeah. that Arnold said from the original, and I'm like, dude, why are you doing this? Yeah, the, the new Predator, the Shane Black one, should have been great. Because it was fucking Shane Black making a Predator movie. Yeah. But... I remember hearing about it, and oh, I was like, oh, man. this might actually be interesting. It, it wasn't, like, was, super invested. It was, bad. like, the first... The first uh, half of it is actually decent. And then... When, as they, it, when they introduced that... Savant child yeah. character... that That's where I was like, I don't like this. It, yeah, that, that did make it very weird. So, but I thought that the, the military child? characters... Like, when they had... Keegan Michael Key and Olivia Munn. Yeah. Oh, and they Stan were really like, funny. They like, were cool hilariously characters. Hilariously funny. Yeah. Does that belong in a Predator movie? It, I, I, they I, thought made, it I thought they made it work. Yeah. But it, but the central plot is what I was, what I thought was a little lacking. Is your, is your heart rate up? Is it the Terminator? <laughs> is that, is this the time? It's my Casio, um, alarm. Sorry. Forgot about that. <laughs> Don't you have to work at five? There's a there's a scene. Basically, a predator mask gets left behind, and the, it ends up in the hands of this child. But since he's like oh yeah autistic, yeah, I, I, 
he can like yes, yes. he can read the language and understand what it's right. looking for. I watched I watched like a I, I it was like a two hour review. I sent it to you guys by this dude named Mahler. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch that. Dude, it's hilarious. It was he's a two so, hour review. He's so funny. It's so entertaining. I'm like, it's this is the only way I'm ever gonna watch is it. This. Like he a, goes, is he watching it? He while goes he through it. He's like, he's got this accent. I, I can't place. Is it like a commentary? Is. Yeah, and yeah. it's like it's hilarious. Um, so I thought. You might like it, but I got the whole story because he goes through it and explains how ridiculous everything is that happens in it. Well, yeah, like Key and Thomas Jane and all these other, like, burnout army characters, yeah. like, were, were really funny. They should have been the focus of the movie. Well, I, I like Predator 2 with Danny Glover and I do too. him in the city, but, you know, it's not far off. I mean, Predator 1, you know, you take the most skilled soldiers that exist and pit them against this creature and they all lose except for Arnold. You know, part two he's, re- he's really Kill just me a now! So it's like a testament to his willpower to like first of all find out what's doing this and then kill it. Yeah. I really I there's a good scene in the first Terminator when they they try to make you doubt what's going on in the movie. Like, when Sarah goes to the police, and they're like, yeah, Reese is definitely crazy. And they're like, if he punched through the window, a man could do that and not feel it for hours. He could wear this body armor that would protect him from gunshots. They do a good job of, like, yeah. just even just for a moment, making you doubt what's going on. And they're trying to tell Sarah she's crazy? No, they're trying to tell her that Reese is crazy oh, and everything yeah. he said is, is crazy. And then... Yeah, because it's the same doctor. Yeah, yeah. And he's in part three, too. He has, like, a quick cameo oh, that's ridiculous. Oh. But, uh... <laughs> the, the first part three, I should say. He, just, um, he wanted those uh, royalty checks. I don't, I don't blame him. He, he had, like, two minutes of screen time in part three. So, probably got... Probably making bank off of that. But, um... And that's when uh, the Terminator shows up at the police station? Yep. Yeah. I wonder if anyone watches, like, a movie like part three... And, and regards it the same as like the second one. They're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna boot that up again. Like I want I want to watch that. You know, like there's movies that we all rewatch constantly. You know, but like there's there's some movies like that where it's just like well there's I forgot you forget it even exists. I think you know? I don't know. Like when we were younger, we watched a lot of so bad it's good movies. Like you know what's that? that well, yeah, but, but movie you know, really because that. it was bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then I don't know. Like nowadays, I can't really do that. Like. Unless it's a movie that I grew up liking and now realize is a piece of shit, yeah. like Batman and Robin, like I, there's still a soft spot in oh. my heart for that movie. I can watch, but it's I can watch bad movies anytime because they're fun. It's funny. It can be it can be funny to really like point out like what the fuck were they thinking when they made this movie? And I remember with Jess Flock and I we were watching the Catwoman movie. Oh. Uh, we 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 talked about it on the show and and I was like you know it's funny because huh. I I genuinely believe this I genuinely believe. Nobody goes in trying to make a bad movie. Everybody wants the movie to be good because it's, if it's successful, that means they have they have new opportunities, new jobs, blah blah blah. Yeah. But when they made that Catwoman movie, were they trying to make a bad movie? Because it's really there's no hint of a good movie in that movie. That's a classic example of a movie I've seen once, 
and like, I couldn't I couldn't finish it. Maybe maybe to watch <laughs> it again just for fun, but I feel like I I would just be like when she started to act like a cat, dude. and then I think it, she was like playing basketball with a cop. Yep, I, that's that, when I was like, that nope. literally does happen in the movie. I think we saw that. We <laughs> saw that, didn't we? Probably. We you and I saw that in the movie theater because we got because we got the Batman DVDs and the animated series DVDs. And we're like, hey, here's yeah. a free oh, ticket yeah. to Catwoman. Like, sure, why not? Maybe it won't be that bad. And then oh, we really? Both That's left. what... Yeah, they're giving away free tickets to it. Yeah. <laughs> not that bad. But you have to wonder, like, who did they think their target audience was for Catwoman? I really have genuinely no idea. Like, it, uh, Halle Berry fans, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> That's a really good question. It, it's probably why uh, I feel horribly. Yeah, it's, it did not... Yeah. Um, but yeah, but, you know, it, it's just... It's, it's such a shame because you see all the effort and time it takes to go into um, like a movie like Terminator 2 that costs a lot of money, that a lot of people's jobs are writing on it, yeah. and they work really hard on it, and here we are 30 years later still talking about it. We're still going, man, this movie was ahead of its time. Isn't that great, though, that they have that legacy where yeah. we're still talking about that movie, you know? And how much um, better it is than the how four much movies. Better, that... Yeah, every everyone that probably, I don't know what the budgets were like, but it's just... Um, I'd really love, like, a renaissance again, of these types of movies. Like, when you were yeah. saying, you know, in the early days, it's almost like uh, the new frontier. Like, okay, I'm introducing this, this brand new thing that nobody's ever seen before, like Star Wars or, like, Terminator or this. I need to really... I need to sell people on it. Yep. You know? Now it's just like, uh, you know, hey, uh, maybe I should do another Terminator movie or something. Just <laughs> shit it out, you know? <laughs> Whatever, I don't give a fuck. James Cameron, how old is he now? Like 85 or something? You know? It's like, it's like, Whatever, 70. just do it. You know, the, the, <laughs> like, it's like the passion isn't there. And you can kind of tell that. You know, when I saw, uh, <laughs> you know, that's like the level of enthusiasm. Like I saw Avatar, I'm like, yeah, it's like kind of neat, but like it's whatever. You know, I feel like it was nothing I'd, I'd never seen before, as as beautiful as it was. It was you know, it was just like I it, no, it nothing didn't, like the other stuff he's done or. And that, and that's the thing is that it's it's tough when, you know, I I love I love like the existing IPs. I love the Marvel movies. I love the DC movies. So I love those, and I love that there's. In, in some of the better ones, there's a good mix of the practical and impractical. Um, but I also, like, I wish that we could get something like Terminator again that just is fresh and interesting. It's probably the reason, like, I'm really excited for, like, Edgar Wright movies, you know? Like, Baby Driver and the new movies got coming out uh, last night in Soho. It just looks yeah, so... Yeah, because you know he'll deliver. It's so, yeah, it's something different. And one I, of the biggest tragedies is that he got pulled off the Ant-Man movie. I, really is and I, it's, I I'm slightly biased because I Ant-Man is a passable movie but I still hate it partially to, because he was taken off of it yeah it's okay it's just nothing special when it could have been something really amazing. unique and really different yeah could yeah. have been a game changer yeah and I think they're tr- and I think that at a certain point Marvel realized they could do that that's why they brought in Taika Waititi for Thor Ragnarok and Ryan Coogler with Black Panther it's like oh these are artists that have a voice and can bring something to this as opposed to just like alan taylor who did terminator genesis did thor the dark world there's just very workaday sequels that are just like you know you're not giving us anything new we're not getting anything yeah. exciting like 
Thor Ragnarok, and like Jesse and I have our misgivings with that movie. It was a very funny movie. Yes. I do not like it because it breaks the established continuity of the characters in the franchise. That I and we're in agreement on that. It sounded to me because I, I saw Thor and I'm like, okay, I really love the. First I like Thor. the first um, Thor. And then Dark World we watched and I'm like, this it's, sucks. This is boring. Like I'm, I don't want to watch these movies anymore. And then I heard the third one was was better. It was fun, but it sounded to me like. They compensated for, like, the shitty second one by, like, well, we're going in, like, a totally different direction. It's, like, funnier now. And I'm, like, I really don't want to watch that. There's a whole other... There there is no... Nothing serious in the entire movie. Yeah, it sounds like... I don't care what you say. There's no confidence. No no character has a moment that is touching at all. To me, that sounds like they they don't even have confidence in their own IP anymore. Because the first movie was... It was like decent enough. The second movie bombed, which is, which is a so shame I, because I think the Captain America movies did it right, where they had their pulpy first, you know, World War Two film, and then the second and third films that they did, they they brought it into the modern world. And how does Captain America deal with the modern world? Kind of a thing. That aspect of it worked for that character and fit those movies. And I even think same with the Avengers and the the four movies they did with the Avengers, they got to establish this team and bring them you know together and tear them apart and you know put them back together you know it, it worked for those movies just with Thor I don't think they had any idea what they were doing yeah. it's just um you know, and it's a whole other s- separate conversation but it but it does tie into what we're talking about like with the the further they went with the Terminator movies the more they were just like okay what worked with the first movie as opposed to saying okay what worked and how can we improve it they just said, what worked? Uh, okay, so Terminator Genesis. Uh, people liked that, uh, you know, John was cool with, you know, like, you know, he looked up to the Terminator. That was that was his dad, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do that. Sarah Connor is, you know, she calls the Terminator Pops. And that's her that's her dad, right? And, you know, and... and Fuck, they, man. Oh, God. That, that's what they did. <laughs> I know, I know. It's because I watched reviews of the thing. But, and the it's best part so of that movie, like, uh, as, as per usual, is J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons was... In 1984, this young cop that saw the Terminator action went a little nutty, and then when they fast-forward to, I think it's 2017 in the film, he's, so it's J.K. Simmons now, like, in, in, you know, real time, he's like, you know, oh, this is, this proves what I was saying, here they are, here's the Terminators, here's all this crazy shit that's going on, um, so his character was an interesting through line, but, but they... But again, that aspect of it, they just chuck out the window, which is a disservice to J.K. Simmons, who is a fucking Oscar-winning actor that you're throwing out the window for no goddamn reason. Yeah. Because you need to have the the real twist of the movie is that John Connor's the bad guy. Did you see that coming? No, you didn't see that coming. Did they see it coming? No. Put it in the trailer. Who wants to see that, too? <laughs> like, who wants to see, like... Like oh that the little boy went through this journey with a with a, a robot man and his mom and you know they they went through all this stuff and then who wants to see him be evil in the future it's like no I just to me it's like those movies don't exist and they have no bearing on the first two also you know? also Genesis ends with Arnold becoming a T one thousand because he his body gets destroyed but his chip and lands in some molten. Liquid. Just stop. Yeah. To me, to me, it's like when you have like an artist. You have an artist who has a vision for his own creation. Um, anything that comes after that, that he's not involved, 
involved with. It just, it's just, it's kind of unrelated. It's like fan fiction. Like, it just I, doesn't matter because... Actually, the, uh, you know, you bringing that reminds me, uh, there was a story recently where I guess Universal approached uh, Steven Spielberg about doing a Jaws reboot, and he said no. He was like, no, you can't, you can't... Yeah, what's it going to be? You can't do Jaws it's better be the than we did back story then. with the CG shark? Uh, you just... Maybe if they did, uh, like, practical effects. Like, actually, we're doing practical effects. Be a big selling point for it. But then it's just the same fucking thing. Yeah, like, um, maybe, but, like, I don't know, like... Do you remember in Channing Back Tatum. to the Future when there was, like, 13 Jawses? Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, directed by Max Spielberg. It was, like, directed <laughs> oh, yeah, by his yeah, son. Yeah. Like, the hologram Jaws comes yeah. out. Yeah, um, that's where we're headed, guys. But it's... And it's sad. The pipe. I want you to see the pipe. I think that's, uh... That's where he says nephew or something. Nephew. Nephew. My brothers would always say that, and I always say it to my nephews. Isn't that from Jaws 3? No idea. He, I he, saw that movie literally him. one time, and it was yeah. that time where we always quote and make fun of. Yeah, I want you to see you. The pot. I want you to see you. The pot. See you. The pot. Is that Lou Gossett Jr.? Yeah, probably. Yeah, and he's he's in Watchmen. He's great in yeah, Watchmen. He was? In the, like in the show? In the HBO oh, show, yeah. He's great. Um, man. <clears throat> this has been a lot of fun, like, talking about... Terminator 2, what makes that great, and all the other ones yeah, shit. Yeah, it's kind of fun to go off in tangents that are somewhat entire conversation and come back, you know? Um, yeah. Um, it's, you know, it, and that's the thing, is that, like, I, you know, I was I was excited to talk to you guys and be like, oh, let's, let's you know, let's watch Terminator 2, because it's not a hard thing to sell. If I'm like, hey, it's 30 years of Terminator 2, you guys want to watch it? Like, yeah, that sounds like fun. And then we talk about it here for, you know, the past, like, hour and a half or so. And then, but if I would have been like, hey guys, it's been five years since Terminator Genesis came out. Do you guys want to watch that? And be like, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would have participated. Yeah. So it, it just, it, it says something that there's staying power with some of these older films that have had more original ideas that movies nowadays, I mean, they, they're, I, you know, I don't want to say ripping off. A lot of movies do a good job of homaging what happened in, in Terminator 2 and Aliens and, um... Like in Shaun of the Dead, there's a really good shot of, uh, like, uh, the Winchester bar that's, like, a couple cuts showing how empty it is, and it's, a, and it's Edgar Wright's homage to the first alien when they're showing, like, the empty ship before everybody wakes up from cryosleep. You know, it's like... Really? It, yeah. I, I love... Huh. I love stuff like that, that it's like, oh, I... As a film fan, I can see the homage to what they're doing, um, and that's almost better to me than just saying like oh well let's just make another fucking Terminator movie where Arnold comes back even though he's 75 years old or something I don't know how old he is I assume somewhere around there. Uh, I think he's 85 along with James Cameron <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, both have the much. same birthday even if they're not uh, chronologically that age they are that age um, you know uh, professionally I guess <laughs> <laughs> you know like I'm in my old age, like even with like Ridley Scott, like you know, if cool shit like uh, Blade he, Runner, he actually is like eighty something. Aliens, um, and then you know Prometheus, and it's like how how could I have gone into a movie like that and just been like bored? Like how could like this premise, you know, I'm like oh, it, it, it sounds was... like it'd be really awesome. It's like you know the uh, prequel to the aliens and this and that. It's like how could that be boring to me? But it was. 
It's, you know? I think it's just because the, the passion is just not the same. Like, you know, yeah. he's just... I think Blade uh, Runner 49 did a good job. I thought that, that was, was, I thought that that was, was great. It was, and, uh, it was a different director. It was Dennis... Yeah. But, but you could tell. Like, I watched a lot of interviews with the guy, and he was very, like, passionate, passionate about it. He's doing the new Dune Very movie. into it. They did, um, you know, a lot of practical effects, yep. stuff like that. He was adamant about it. He, he loved, like, the craft of it and the story, so... It actually worked. It just, like, bombed at the box office, which which sucks, but I, I understand why, you know. It's, you know, not everybody is in the Blade Runner, but it's a real pity. It's also, um, I think it's a little more cerebral than your average audience. It, it's, right, to, right, right. to really understand what the story's there's about. Not, there's not a bunch of bombastic action. There's, there's a different expectation when you go into a modern-day Star Wars or Star Trek movie versus, like, a Blade Runner movie. If they'd made a Blade Runner movie like they made the Star Wars or Star Trek movies, it probably would have been a bigger commercial hit because it would have been more replicants versus humans, blah blah blah. And, yeah. You know, I think this I big think war, it, but that's not what the story was. Yeah, it could have, it could, it probably would have made more money, but at the end of the day, like it wouldn't have been the same. What makes what might make more money isn't it? You know exactly quality or you know right. And I mean, you could start an OnlyFans account and show your show your. Uh, private parts and make tons of money but is that <laughs> as wholesome as living your life a different way you know that kind of thing whoring out that's, that's the, a that's a whole other conversation we could get I mean, into about Dottie only says otherwise. that's just what I'm you know thinking of you know there's, <laughs> there's plenty otherwise? of stuff you can do doggy there's plenty of stuff <laughs> you car. can do uh, you know to make cheap money um, yeah but then it cheapens the craft it cheapens yourself and uh that's why I have a lot of respect for a movie like like the you know Blade Runner sequel that like probably didn't stand a chance at all uh, with uh, you know the general audience. But I really respect the fact that it was very faithful to the original, and I think it's a great movie. Like I've seen it numerous times in other movies. Like I, I barely watch two times, you know. Yeah. Nowadays, but uh, that says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't full of like all these callbacks. Like I remember that. I remember that. There were some things that were natural. Like okay, of course that person's showing up now. Yeah. But it didn't feel cheap and like remember this from Blade Runner. Like oh, I remember that. <laughs> it just wasn't that way. Right. So that's why it worked for me at least because I'm like a big Blade Runner fan. And if it was that way, then just because I'm a big Blade Runner fan doesn't mean I'd like simp for it and be like. Well, I love it anyways. No, I'm not like that. Like, if it's not as good, I'm, you know. We know. If it's not as good, you're going to tear it up. Right, exactly. And true. I'm that way, you know. Look at us now. In, we're know, shells cause... of the men we used to be. <laughs> <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> We're talking about us. Uh, oh, that, oh. We're talking about the Whoops. Terminator sequel. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, well, those are bad. So, yeah. Uh, gentlemen, you know, again, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, I guess I could end with some sort of cheesy Arnold impression of "I'll be back." Don't do that. Yeah, I won't do that. You don't do it because what it's does like Jones say? Now. If you just about someone leaving when he's crying. I order you not to go. I order you not to go. Oh. God.